Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant here on this wild and wacky Wednesday, bringing you the most timely and comprehensive sports coverage across the state of Tennessee in this segment, specifically as we reach to Bristol and bring in our weekly NASCAR guest Heather Williams from WCYB TV out in Bristol. But as has been the case over the last couple of weeks, um, we'll start this segment with a little non-NASCAR news as Tennessee High School has its fourth head coach in a calendar year, Heather. I mean, what's, why wouldn't you love a little excitement in three head coaching uh, searches in one year? Um, they've got their guy, though, now. The guy that they, they hired, uh, wide receivers coach, uh, he's been in the program for a long time. He's a Tennessee High grad. Probably should have went this direction to begin with, but uh, they finally have their guy. Well, it's it's hard to turn down a college coach. I get that, but you should have turned down the college coach. Should, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Right, for sure. I mean, I'm sure that was, you know he was the shiny object in the room, and you're you're drawn to him. But um, I haven't had a lot of conversation with the new coach. One of my colleagues actually went out to the to the press conference to say I didn't go. But um, I mean, he's excited about Tennessee High, and and sometimes that enthusiasm and, and that that brought that want to really be there means more than any college coaching experience. No question. So congratulations to Tennessee high for finally getting their guy. But, uh, I just thought, no, and, and to be fair, to be fair, uh, the coach that they had last year during the regular season was always just an interim coach. He's a longtime defensive coordinator. He has no, had no desire to be the head coach. Um, but they got to, August, they didn't have a coach, so he offered to step in for a year. So to be fair, it's really only like the third, third. <laughs> gotcha. O- only the third coach in the calendar year. Okay. Yeah, only the third. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, well, never mind yeah. then. Yeah. We thought we we thought I mean, we had it bad with two head coaches and uh, and an interim here within the last nine months, but you know, mm. it is what it is. But uh, moving into NASCAR, Heather. Uh, Hall of Fame, NASCAR Hall of Fame unveiled the ballot for its 2023 class on Monday. They added four names to the list of 15 nominees. Matt Kenseth uh, joins the list on the Modern Era ballot. And then Tim Brewer, legendary crew chief, two-time Cup Series champion. And then in the Pioneer ballot, Sam Ard, who was uh, an early star and champion in what is basically the Xfinity Series now. And, and A.J. Foyt, who was a Daytona 500 winner in 1972 and – obviously made quite an impact in other areas of motorsports. But I have a question. How in the world has Harry Hyde not been elected to the NASCAR Hall of Fame? This guy brought NASCAR to pop culture with Days of Thunder. Well, I mean, if I'm being completely fair, I don't have a Hall of Fame vote. I'm not that important. In the sport, but it seems to me that the committee has a, how do I say this diplomatically, an, an unhealthy fascination with more recent NASCAR Recency figures. bias. Yes. Get you every time. And so I, 
Yeah, uh, I mean, I wrote I wrote a blog about it. I don't know, it's probably been five years ago. That they're just too infatuated, and I I think it's because you know for a while the Hall of Fame was struggling. I think it's doing all right now, but to attract current fans, you have to have people that they know, and so they just got really obsessed with getting Tony Stewart in immediately, which he should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer, but Junior didn't necessarily have to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm not sure he so, is a Hall of uh, Famer, but hey. Who am I? What do I know? I mean, the thing with Junior is, um, if you put if you base it strictly on his Cup career, then no. But NASCAR will be the first person to tell you that it's the NASCAR Hall of Fame yeah. across all series and across things other than just being on the track. So I think if you take him as a whole, then yeah. But I don't think he necessarily had to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Like eventually, sure, but first ballot, yeah, I you have to. Not when you got. Not when you only induct two people from a list that includes Neil Bonnet, you know Harry Gant, right. Harry Hyde, and Ricky Rudd. Ricky Rudd, which Ricky Rudd. I'm not a big yeah. Ricky Rudd fan, yeah. but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but but his resume is comparable. If he not is junior, absolutely. Yeah, so you know, like him or don't like him. I mean, if you look at the numbers, the numbers say that he should be in before junior. No. So, I, I mean, you're not going to get me to defend. <laughs> Things like Harry Hyde not being in the Hall of Fame because, honestly, it should have happened a long time ago. I mean, I, you know, I lobbied for probably three or four years before they finally put Wendell Scott in the Hall of Fame. And I think it's ridiculous that they're trying to put Janet Guthrie in the Hall of Fame as a, as a, whatever that Pioneer Award is or whatever, instead of just putting her in outright. I mean, she was the first woman to really compete in the sport. So how is she not a Hall of Famer? But... Again, I don't have a ballot, so I don't get to have any say, but I could talk forever about the uh, things that I disagree with them as far as how they choose people. Uh, couldn't we all? That's you know, that's that's <laughs> the thing about Hall of Fame discussions is you're never going to make everybody happy. I mean, it's right. that's just the way it goes. So uh, on Sunday out in Richmond, you know, a lot of folks didn't really love to watch that race and a lot of, a lot of long green flag runs, not a lot of accidents and crashes. Um, but the last stage, you know, strategically was pretty great racing. If you care about strategy racing. So why should people care about strategy racing? (laughs) Well, because it, it just puts the anything could happen factor in there, right? I mean, when you're watching people run on different strategies, it wasn't necessarily the case this week, but you have things like, are they going to run out of gas? You know, are, they, are their tires going to wear out? I mean, things that you have no control over and they have no control over and everybody's just sitting there watching to see what happens. And then also in this case, it's like, well, everybody has enough gas, but with fresher tires, can Denny Hamlin chase down William Byron? And he did, boy, in like 15 laps. I mean, and that's, if everybody's on the same strategy, the guy that's out front is probably the guy that's out front, especially in these next-gen cars. Like, tires make a huge difference. So to see, you know, can somebody do that, that's racing in its purest form, not crashes and, and, and some of this other stuff, which I know fans, you know, like the, the whole thing of watching people go through crazy crashes and walking away it's that immortality thing but i mean strategy and, and tires and passing that that's racing that's racing in its purest form to me 
Oh, I definitely agree with you there. There's no question. Another first-time winner, and as you said, at some point, Denny Hamlin was going to find his way to the front, and he did. Yeah, I, and I mean, he, boy, I don't know if there's anyone in the garage area that needed to win more than Denny Hamlin, except for maybe Brad Keselowski. I mean, he's a guy that's expected to be in the playoffs. He's made the championship four, four or five years in a row now. I mean, he's expected to be up front and in the playoffs, and they were headed down the road that was not up front and in the playoffs. But he's really good at short tracks. I mean, expecting to be good again this weekend at Martinsville, and even though it's on the dirt, he probably is going to be pretty good at Bristol even though he's not a dirt guy per se, he is a short track guy. And so this little stretch right here could be very good for Denny Hamlin as far as getting his season back on track because he is kind of the poster boy for the Toyotas have struggled. I mean, there's some guys who've had some pretty good runs. Martin Truck Jr.'s had some runs. He's top five of the points. But as a whole, that organization, that, that manufacturer group has, has not had a good year. That's how it goes sometimes. What can we expect at Martinsville this weekend? Uh, one of my favorite races. I love Martinsville. Um, tempers. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. Uh, yeah. Tempers and speeding. I mean, Denny Hamlin was front and center of it last year when he got bumped out of the way by Alex Bowman in the fall race. And then there was the year that Denny Hamlin got into it with Kyle or Chase Elliott, uh, Matt Kendis, and Joey Logano. I mean, the list goes on and on. So um, there'll be one guy that walks out of that race happy, and everybody else will be in a fight with somebody when, by the end of the night. Um, I think it'll be like Martin. I think my friend in the crew chief described it as Martinsville on steroids. I mean, uh, Richmond on steroids. It's going to be like what we thought Richmond on the closer quarters, which is probably going to lead to more spin and a little more action than we saw in Richmond. But Still the ability to pass and uh, and use some strategy if you want to to try to get track position. Here's the fun part. It's a night race. Night races are always more fun. Uh, and that's one of the things that makes Richmond's second race good is it's it's at night. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah. Yeah, uh, and the first time that they're going to race match, uh, Cup Series is going to like at Martinsville. It will be the first time ever. Under the lights at yeah. Martinsville and the Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief 400. You know what that sounds like? Jeremiah Peabody's polyunsaturated, quick dissolving, fast acting, fast acting, pleasant tasting <laughs> green and purple pill. Once again, sort of Ray Stevens. Although I would not, I would not recommend uh, actually ingesting Blue Emu. <laughs> do, do not. Probably not a good idea, <laughs> Heather. Uh, I hate that we have to get you out of here so quickly, but we do have a hard break at this uh, in this segment. But we do appreciate it as always. I really enjoy it, and uh, looking forward to seeing what happens at Martinsville this weekend and talking to you about it next week. Yep, I'll be at the race, so I'll have a Ooh. report from a personal view. So first hand, there we go. Yeah, Heather nope. Williams with WCYB TV out of Bristol with us here on Main Street. Mer I'm sorry, Main Street Sports today. Presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. When we come back, we're going to go live to South Bend mm -hmm. for some news. Stay with us. <laughs>